Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian. And today, it's Zine Thursday. One of my favorite days of the week. I've got a zine for you that we probably talked about before on the show, before I got it into my hands and, and got a chance to read it. And I'm excited that I get to talk about it. It's from Planet X Games. Planet X Games presents Ray Guns and Robots. That's Robots. R-O-B-U-T-S, not Robots. There's a difference here. Now, this is super cool. It's covered by Ed Bickford. He does a lot of the art in here. Or he does the cover art in here. Uh, oh, he does some interior as well. He's, he does really good stuff. It's got this retro 50s vibe, like sci-fi vibe on the front cover. It kind of like an old 50s sci-fi comics and toys and stuff like that. I really appreciate that. I was into a lot of that old black and white sci-fi as a kid. When you open the front cover, what's fun about this is there is a like one of those advertisements you'd see back in the day in your comic books for like cartoons and whatnot. But instead, it's some of Levi Combs's previous adventures and releases from Planet X Games. And it's really good, really well done. Kids just want to have fun. Ray Guns and Robots, The Phylactery, Magic and Shit, Escape from Skullcano, and a few others. And it's it, it just it, it gives you the vibe of reading an old comic book. You start off in this thing, and, and, and it kind of gives you a little introduction on what it is and how to use this. It's supposed to be system neutral zine, but there is an adventure with some stats, and they are statted for first edition. Now, first edition AD&D-ish or something along those lines, Osric. So it should be translatable to anything you want to play, and a lot of this stuff is not stat-reliant. There are a lot of NPCs in here. It doesn't give stats, but it gives like a background and some cool quirks about them and stuff like that, and we'll get to them when we get there. It seems as if what this zine is doing is kind of giving you a setting and, and laying out this uh, an ideal beginning of a campaign in a cool style. It has its own specific thing and feel it's going for. And uh, the names and stuff really give give away when you're getting in there. Kind of along the lines of Flash Gordon-ish type sci-fi, I'd say this is reaching for, but a little bit sillier uh, intentionally, it feels. Now... It talks about the robot rebellion, the robot rebellion. And it gives you uh, it gives you its own history of the robot rebellion. But there's also other ideas of why robots rebelled in your campaign setting and why there are killer ro robots running around and ray guns and robots. Uh, and then it gives you some examples of some of the different killer robots, a death droid, butler bots, computo. It tells what the different ones are. There's one that's so big that there's only a, there's only like a handful of them, and it's like a planet killing robot, like level robot, almost like Galactus of the robots or something. It's pretty funny. I'd say Galactus is a good thing to bring up here because it does it, that Kirby esque thing. You can might be able to pull out of this pretty easy as well, especially some of that sci fi new gods and stuff like that that he did. Rewarps to Neptune, space travel throughout the galaxy. It gives it and gives you some information on space travel itself. Random dangers of outlawed spaceland. So it gives you a little D8 chart there. You can just pull ones that you want. Ridiculous looking space pirates want to take all your crap. They demand to board immediately or they open fire. 
and they get more intricate and elaborate and interesting as they go on. Illegal space miners extracting glazerite. Think you've come a little too close and attacked. If defeated, there's a whole lot of illegal but extremely valuable glazerite available for the taking. Of course, transporting outlawed materials bears its own consequences. So it gives you lots of seeds for adventures and things to do with it. Now, some of these NPCs they have are really fun. Annie Helix, super genius. Dr. Tesla Taylor, time master. And Tesla Taylor was born in the 60s, I believe. Or no, left from the 60s. And uh, originally from 1960s Earth. The good doctor is the inventor of the time bubble. And he pops around. There's Ham, the hybrid attack monkey. Hans Olo, that's H-A-N-S-O-L-O, Hans Olo. And Judy Quantum, the parallax kid. She was one of my favorites in here. She had some interesting time fade. Like she lived one or six seconds out of time in the future or something. And at some point in time later on in the zine, there's a, a gem that you could use to actually see her when she's not visible because she's out of sync with time. So it interweaves some really neat ideas. If you flip around and you read through the zine, there are certain things later on that tie in that give me ideas. He's really laid out a neat little framework for a bunch of adventures and some lore to throw in there and not as adventures. It was very sandbox, you know, you could do a sandbox campaign with it. Mecha Mooks, Mooks, Mecha Mooks, Space Wizards, and Ray Guns for Hire. So as it gives you the NPC good guys almost, it also gives you NPC baddies. Um, a strange space wizard. Beetlejuice Bill, Intergalactic Hobo. Oh, I don't think these are the baddies, are they? But then there's there's uh the Gleeps. The Gleeps, I believe, was a was a is a, a pair of gelatinous shapeshifters who are motivated by unknown desires and seem to have no true loyalty to any one cause. And they think they uh, their formlessness, they can take the shape of other people and stuff like that. Warp Jones, dimensional rocketeer. The art that goes along with it, the robots, I really appreciate the style. I don't want to say it's Kirby-esque, but perhaps a little bit. Kirby-esque in some ways. At least the designs of some of these robots, they have like little skulls and things running through them and the little whatnot. The, the lines and stuff that Kirby used to use for his costumes and all like in New Gods, but I may be not talking about stuff nobody pays attention to. Anyway, some cool skeleton astronauts too in here. One with tentacles coming up around the skull floating in, in his uh, astronaut helmet. Dr. Bizarro, a.k.a. Sir Horatio Chimp. So the the chimp from earlier, the killer monkey, Ham, the hybrid attack monkey, this is his arch nemesis. So there's a whole story that's interwoven about sending these chimps to space and them gaining great intelligence and become powerful, like augmenting themselves and stuff and fighting each other. I could really see using some of this stuff, like when I used to run a lot of Heroes Unlimited, or some sort of, you know, I know there's stuff like D6 supers, like tiny D6 supers and and uh, Prowlers and Paragons and a whole bunch of other good hero role-playing games around these days I'd love to try out. And this would be a good book to pull out and try it. I know uh, especially Bloat Games has Vigilante City and 
the stats in here would go almost perfect with it since it's AD and D. It's very compatible. So maybe a vigilante city bloats game hero type campaign might be fun to do with this book specifically. On the other hand, the elements of it can be used as, you know, your traveler type. So it's very versatile, it feels, and what genre and what kind of game I could run this with. You can really get crazy with your fantasy campaign as people are are popping out of different planes and stuff. Take them to a robot future world and have your your wizards and your thieves and barbarians fighting robots. That could be really fun. <laughs> Love Machine is one of the, the hostile robots they give in here. Moses Langley, the man with the atomic brain. Uh, just some neat things. I'm not, I, I, I feel like I'd almost be plagiarism, plagiarism if I went through and read every, all this stuff through here. I just wanted to get you an idea of it. But there are some cool characters in here. The names are a strong point. I really appreciate them. Now, that gives you a section of like magic items almost, but it's like sci-fi items. One of the first things is the Blast Warp Crystal. And the Blast Warp Crystal is really neat. It was probably my favorite of them all. There's a few of them that have like limited charges, but they're really powerful like ray guns and stuff. So every time you roll, there's a chance it can blow up and take you out. So you got to watch and be a little careful with these. They are some powerful weapons and they do have some things to kind of balance that out. They're a little risky if you use them. But the Blast Warp Crystal, which was my favorite, is highly prized by spacefarers across the galaxy. These unstable purple crystals glow dimly with flickering pale light and feel slightly cold to the touch. Blast Warp Crystals are treasured for their time-warping properties and are quite rare. The crystal can be thrown up to 60 feet, and if impacting upon a hard surface, it explodes on impact briefly altering the flow of time. This causes all creatures within 10 feet of the explosion to repeat the exact same actions they took on their previous round. There is a 1% chance that the Blast Warp Crystal will malfunction when used, exploding on the wielder's hand and resulting in them being completely erased from time itself. There is no known method to reverse this tragic occurrence. So you gotta be careful. It'll... it'll reverse around so like you're in battle and someone gets killed maybe you can throw it out there and try to save that character or reverse the terrible thing to happen at the same time there's a one percent chance that when you try to use it it's gonna blow up on you and your race you from existence you're dead you're gone your history <laughs> there's a pretty big cost and a chance how many times are you gonna use it when you roll that one <laughs> how's things gonna work out so there is some limits there I like the, there's the Hellmouth Blaster, the Parallax Mints. Oh, the Parallax Mints are uh, most often consumed by those looking for a slight edge in combat. So you got to be careful. Those things can kill you as well. They might be addictive. They have a cumulative chance, I believe, in harming you. There's the Prism of Gax. And then there is Menace on Outpost Z90. Now, Menace on Outpost Z90 is something cool that I've heard quite a few people kind of asking for or wanting to get. And it's pretty much a space dungeon crawl. It's on like an asteroid with this bin mind. So the gravity everywhere isn't the best, but there are like gravity plates within the mining facility so you can walk on the ground. It gives you different dangers 
atmospheric because it's a dungeon crawl, but it's in outer space. You're on an asteroid that was being mined. So it gives you things to the expedition poses four significant hazards to the explorer. The vacuum, the air there is not reliable. So you probably have to have like a little space outfit or something on zero gravity. And then there's uh, effects of zero gravity charts and moving around and horrible things that can happen that you can roll on when your players are trying to move around in zero gravity. And there's pulsar activity that will harm you and solar flares as well. Now it goes through like a, like like a dungeon. You you your first two couple rooms are kind of the control rooms to this place that was being mined. So there's like instead of like a normal dungeon, you know, there's old machinery and stuff. It's a a mining facility and it's been abandoned in outer space. And then it kind of gets into the mine. So you got some old school, real old school dungeon there as well. Gives you fun things like when you're going through it, you can look through lockers and find all kinds of space gadgets. Some could be used as weapons. Uh, there's a there's a a pickaxe, a Kinetto pickaxe, and it can be used to do two d four plus two damage, but it only has one d twenty uses left before needing a new power cell. You can be pretty restrictive on that power cell, so it's up to you as a DM how much you will allow them to have power cells. <laughs> a chip on your shoulder, uh. So it goes through each of the rooms is kind of named like that. Like one's called a room is called a chip on your shoulder life where life should not be is the name of one of the rooms. So he titles the rooms, neat things instead of like a B C there's still a, a letter there, but, but it's neat. The layer of the web slug. Now there's an infection going on in here. And the deal with the infection is that that's kind of the core of this. And it, and, it almost like grows this uh, ringworm type thing inside of you and kills you and turns you into a living undead zombie-ish type thing. Only it's the bacteria that's alive using your body to try to spread. And that's why it's been emptied out. And there's neat little things when you walk. Like in some one of the rooms, all the ore, because this is a mining area, all the all the ore starts floating up and collecting and it could harm you and stuff like that. There's a big ball of water you walk into in one of the rooms since you know you're zero gravity so the pool of water is just kind of floating there in a ball and there's something living in it as well fun dungeon would be a great one to run and i could definitely see my group having having a lot of fun going through that so it's worth checking out oh and the back cover has another one of those ads like the old comic book ads but it looks like the or those the sea monkeys commercials or ads, and it's the deepest ones instead of sea monkeys. It's really cool, worth checking out. He's also posted a Spotify playlist, which you can access through a QR code on the back cover. That's got some really good tracks on. It. I checked it out. There's some good, good music. He's he's definitely into music. There's some good stuff on there. That's about all I have for today. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. You can really use the support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.